Welcome to this episode, a special episode, the 100th episode of the Software People Stories. I'm Shiv. I'm Chitra. I'm Gayatri. Yeah, over the last two years, we've been bringing you stories of people and what they learned, what they learned the hard way, what worked, what didn't work, etc. And this is our 100th episode. Hi, Chitra. Hi, Gayatri. It's actually a very, very uh, moving moment for me you know, that uh, we are touching 100 episodes on the Software People Stories. Hi Shivji, hi Chitra. I feel the same, even though I've been the youngest uh, to just join the podcasting team and uh, we call ourselves powercasters and that itself gives me a lot of power within ourselves. I'm so happy that we are doing this. Thanks Gayatri. Hey again to both of you. For me, it's been unbelievable that you know we've got this far and uh, given me a lot more faith and confidence both in myself and in the fact that, you know, collaboration and teamwork can really people manifest their dreams. So to me, that's what it's meant so far, at least. Yeah, true that. I had this idea a few years ago. It was more about uh, how can we share something that we have learned that will be useful for others. So I thought it could be technical, but then the conversations with people, you know, particularly these being unscripted conversations, kind of naturally eased into their sharing their stories and uh, I don't think I would have been able to sustain this or had this enthusiasm if I were to just go it alone. And the fact that uh, you both also joined, that much additional energy has come in and then we are also able to bring in you know, different guests, different styles in which we engage with them. And uh, I find in every episode, even though the editing part seems to be a little painful, it's worthwhile. At the end of that, uh, based on the comments that we get or you know, people who are still shy to come on the podcast, but say that this is something that they found relevant or they're able to relate to. Have you had yeah, any that, Yeah, that for me has been a revelation of sorts. Just to go back a little in time, I remember in 2001 when FM radio came to Bangalore and I used to listen to these two RJs carry on with their banter. And it was so lively, refreshing and energizing because I used to listen to it on the bus. The bus used to play this radio channel all the way where I used to work near Electronic City until I reached home. And it sort of made the journey that much more easier. And in my mind, I was thinking, I really want to be an RJ someday. A friend managed to arrange short conversation with these RJs. And I was so blown away and fascinated with what they were doing. So this for me is an opportunity to, um, you know, listen to the voice of people, literally. And I've also been a fan of radio more than video or television because I personally, I feel I listen and learn a lot better than when watching something. So, and like what you said, Chip, many guests have also said that they've opened up and shared stories that they've never probably shared before, uh, thanks to this medium. So it must be something there in it for them to have uh, opened up that way. What about you, Gayatri? I totally agree with you. A, I think uh, I'm a normally, I, I speak a lot in any conversation. So that gravitated me towards uh, podcasting or a speaking medium. And what has attracted me, has, what has made me stay, that was more of an initial attraction. What has made me stay is the plethora of tools that we use behind the scenes, be it audacity or the tools that we are using for marketing as well as the keeping it. That has, those digital tools has enamored me and has to some extent moved me out of my comfort zone. And that 
has propelled me to continue to stay outside my comfort zone in the what i do even though we do it more as a paying it forward telling stories which are not told elsewhere the similar stories that i have heard from the speakers hey this is a journey that i have taken i have never told it to anybody this is something that you know uh, they said hey i have taken such steps which is uh, be the four innings uh, career that zafar was mentioning different different people have come back and said outstanding this idea itself that came up in the podcast i want to take it further so uh, that has been a very grounding moment for me when i uh, think about the podcasting itself yeah wonderful i can relate to both of what you said in fact na radio has been my fascination right from school because that is the only thing we had in terms of variety of audio and uh, i also had a hobby and it's called dxing okay, not so popular nowadays with all the other technology and i almost went to jail for it but that of course a story for another day but overall the medium of audio and what you can convey through audio okay is definitely very very interesting as an experiment and even though i have not trained in music at least no, carnatic music my ability to relate or say that this song is like something else and through that and derive what probably the raga is and all that was also something that i guess was close to me in terms of sounds and of course tools no, trying to use different tools and then looking at different podcasters some of them who are so finicky about uh, the kind of equipment that you have and then how you need to have a mixer balancer all that i thought you know why is it that you need such a high fidelity for a conversation and uh, you know, fortunately you know, our uh, the quality of the tools and technology available today has made it uh, much easier and of course lot of patterns that i found in different people that have been talking to because first is they're all happy to just take a pause and reflect and then the s curves that they talk about in their own careers or their own personal lives also relates to whatever we have been using as one of the major themes in our you know, coaching transformations and all that about the s curves and then how one needs to keep renewing oneself and in fact this whole podcasting was uh, also one more uh, challenge that i had set for myself saying what can i learn new now, as i was going to approach 60 saying that i have to do I mean, the same thing is fine so then this look like at least it will give me a lot of opportunity to you know learn get over some of my inhibitions of just not calling friends you know for a long time you know that yeah we'll talk to them sometime this at least says that okay let me make a call okay shall we have a conversation and that way it has been very very interesting for me yeah in fact that's a great way to reconnect back with people and i love the surprise element that it creates for them in saying so the first reaction is usually what will i speak on a podcast is it no worry we'll just have a casual conversation and see how that turns out and i think the fact that they've all been pleasantly surprised is a great feeling for me as a co-host personally and like what you said gayatri both you and shiv said in terms of the tools that are available it was simply fascinating and shiv you said patterns while editing it's become sort of intuitive to know or recognize the waveform of an um or an ah or a pause or an inflection which sort of yeah. makes editing easier but also allows you to kind of introduce an element of naturalness in the conversation as well so yeah in fact uh, you could become an audio forensic expert if there is one <laughs> oh yeah i've i've actually thought about that in fact <laughs> when i was editing some videos i was just thinking mm. that if the some of the video tools had the flexibility and 
uh, audacity, if I may, of the mm -hmm. audio tools, mm -hmm. uh, I think that would make life a lot more simpler. And suddenly, you know, all kinds of ideas of how to mix sound, mm -hmm. voiceover, video, this, there's so much to be learned. So the mm -hmm. learning is, I think, continuous. And Gayatri and I have spoken to it, I think, in both of our podcasts where we kind of interviewed each other. Uh, that made for some really good practice sessions and a wonderful uh, podcast in itself. I totally echo with you, Chitra, being from an electronics and communication background, right? The audio forms actually <laughs> helped me first is reconnect my education, but it's also fascinating to see how audio forms are, how do you amplify, how, much, how many decibels to keep so that the listen, somebody who listens isn't jarring for their, uh, for their ears, right? So, uh, many podcasts I've heard where suddenly there will be a high sound and suddenly there will be low sound. Uh, most of the podcasts, at least I listen to during my commute or during my, when I walk, I don't want to keep fiddling around the audio and stuff. So I do like the whole concept of having technology behind it, but it is very seamless when somebody hears it. When somebody hears our podcast, they, they are not able to believe that there is a level of post-production work that is happening. So I find that uh, very fascinating. Just the fact that they don't even know such a thing is one thing that I'm more enjoying uh, that I didn't have earlier before broadcasting is the level of reach. Different uh, globally, how many different people are there? How they all started, right? They all have started at one stage and what types of decisions they have taken. At different people have taken different decisions, be it from a geographical perspective, or career-wise, whether they had to go small or go big or what kind of a doubts they had. So everybody has had their doubts and what comes out is their resilience and just pure grit that comes in. I find that very moving and uh, I've had such very varied emotions during that. That I find it very you know deserving uh, to talk about just having that kind of a conversation which is emotionally touching. Yeah, the other thing which I kind of been enjoying is to get someone to agree to be a host. I don't know what your experience has been. It has been all over the spectrum. While some of them are very happy. You say, no, yeah, let's do it. I mean, I, let me try what it is. But I find many people having hesitation saying, I don't know if I have anything to share. Oh, mine has not really been a anything exciting that will be interesting for others or who will listen, how many people will listen or what do I, I don't think my voice is suitable for audio or uh, I'll probably write and give you. So getting them to get over their own inhibitions or uh, you know, some of these doubts has also been a good, fairly therapeutic for me because these are all people, uh, most of them I've known them in some context or the other and Obviously, we've had a lot of conversations. At that time, the hesitation, there was not. In fact, there was one person. In fact, he has uh, also mentioned it in his uh, you know, message for us that he's a very shy and non-talkative person. I had two conversations with him before the recording. And one conversation went on for almost an hour. I said, see, we've already spoken for an hour. Did we not find topics to talk about? Did we not find uh, how to express that we had our points of view? And these are definitely useful for somebody else. And because these are not documented or cannot be documented in a structured manner, and once you put it in writing, there is definitely that emotion that is lost you know, when people share their stories. So it has been very uh, enriching for me to see that turnaround in people, at least they getting over maybe some of their inhibitions 
and I guess I have also been able to get over some of mine. So do you have any such stories? I certainly do. In fact, I was very, very conscious, I think, when I recorded my first podcast. So Shiv, as you remember, we had to record my podcast as a guest twice over. I still remember the feeling of my breath being caught, me not being able to breathe and having a complete brain freeze in terms of what to say next. Am I saying the right thing? How is it sounding? All of those thoughts coming in vis-a-vis simply allowing myself to say whatever it is that came and then look at it later. So that personally for me was something nice to overcome. The second thing was actually prompting guests to talk. I still remember the initial conversations and I have to say a big thank you to my early guests here because they were as tolerant of me as I was for the whole session to just allow it to flow in in any which way it did. So if somebody were to actually listen to the raw recording of those episodes, there's a lot of chuckling, giggling and saying, oh my God, I forgot what I wanted to ask you. So give me a minute. Let me think about what I want to ask you. And then the guests will be laughing on the other side. And sometimes they would come back with, I don't think I said that quite right. I want to say it again in another way. And I'll say, okay, go ahead. (laughs) And so I think helping each other ease into a conversation is something that's very beautiful that comes out in almost all recording and episodes that I've done. So for me, that's, that's a big takeaway. It's also, I think, enabled for me to learn how to engage people in a conversation, which... Mm. uh, kind of takes me back in time to one thing that my father said. It doesn't matter what qualification you have or how quote unquote successful you are in life. Remember one thing is that having the ability to talk to a two-year-old and an 80-year-old doesn't mm. matter who they are and from where they are mm-hmm. is, is so important. So learn that. And I always remember that when uh, recording or engaging people in a conversation. So where am I on your scale? Am I still a teenager or? <laughs> Age no bar. <laughs> okay. I agree with both of you. I've had both sides of the spectrum. One, uh, some set of people, I just asked, hey, I've always wanted to appear in your podcast because I've listened so many. So that, that is one side of the spectrum. Other side is, uh, I wouldn't, I would be honest, there are quite a few people whom I have tried who have still not appeared in our podcast. And there are a few after quite a few tries, they felt they didn't have enough to contribute. And when you speak about that a little bit more and said, hey, there's so much value in your journey itself, then they slowly open up and then, I mean, that is the very beautiful transformation by itself. I remember the first podcast that Shivji and I, uh, I, I was a guest. Shivji came over in our house and said, what are we going to talk about? I don't know, we'll just talk. <laughs> it might be interesting to just see all the tools and brought his bag of podcasting material and everything. So it was fun to watch and it continues to stay fun to, for me. The transformation of people for podcasts as a medium, because it's given that it's a new medium, that, that also is a very one. And what Chitra, you said is very clear, right? When we also coach, we quote saying that you should not look down at people and you should not look up at people. If you do both, what happens is your own persona changes. When you look down at somebody, what you're saying is they are a level lower than you. And consciously, when you look up at people, it's also your, even though you are not, you may not say this internally, unconsciously, you may be having those biases. So the 
having those podcasts where you know irrespective of the age group as well as number of years of experience that i keep yeah, that coaching background helps me in the podcast so while this is helped in many other realms but that also helps me in terms of keeping that conversation real as well as keeping it very trusting and respectful as well. yeah i think uh, we're all richer for having been on this side of the podcast we've also been on the other side and one of the things that i have enjoyed and some people have felt that a little bit uh, probably uncomfortable saying that you throw all these googlies and that makes the conversation like you say you no know, more natural and then it is not rehearsed it is not something that you are trying to put on a show or a message that you want to convey and all that and i think with that after this episode i'm hoping that a lot more people would like to come and share their stories we keep asking yes we have a lot of people who we know but then there are a lot of stories lot of heroes who are not visible outside probably their own in a cubicles because they have not just not spoken about it and i think that is exactly what powering me to stay with it and continue is that there's so many stories that need to be told and i always feel that the more the stories out there uh, you never know who it inspires or motivates so that my motivation to continue and stay with off by people stories so yes would love to see how many people could sign up or want to sign up to be guests totally agree i think we want more people to sign up uh, and it doesn't matter what a uh, role anybody is playing today every role is richer and every story inspires different segments of people or different personas of people right so that's what i i am looking forward to more 100 more episodes to come the humbling that we have reached and second year and thank you for the such great the co-hosts uh, shivji and chitra and uh, and letting me stay as your apprentice <laughs> yeah definitely you know without your patience <laughs> no of you know my idiosyncrasies and all that i don't think now i would have stayed on the fact that you know, we've been able to you know come this far and of course all our listeners thank you for all the love that you're showing and wherever you are in the world whenever you're listening think about how you can share your stories with us we look forward to talking to all of you yeah certainly for me three's company and the more the merrier get a big thank you to all our listeners and uh, to all our guests as well for all your support your love and a very very patient listening thank you thank you all of you and you can always reach us all at podcast at pmpower consulting.com thank you